Hello and welcome in episode 225 of the Get Around podcast here in the offices of the Traverse City Record Eagle. I always like to say here in the offices of the Traverse City Record Eagle even though I'm not there, but I am here in your hearts and minds and in your ears. Uh, your host, Brendan Queeley, sports editor for the Traverse City James, what was your guess? Missouri. Missouri, you had the other M-I-S-S. And then, Jordan, you went with... Uh, Kentucky. You had Kentucky. Kentucky. All right, so we were all kind of in that same... We were not far off. Where were, where was it? Uh, huh? What was you it? What you was haven't looked it? it up yet? I haven't, no. Oh, it is uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So right oh, next to Baton Rouge. You are a, a nice. state adjacent. Yeah. You did it. Raise my hands for that one. Congrats, man. Okay. Congrats. That makes me feel, you know, I was like, it's odd that I, I take, I'm taking pride in that. I have a legitimate smile on my face being <laughs> one state over from there and our guests. All right. So, um, as we have for the last several weeks, we'll keep it going. Uh, episode 226 is next week. What are our guests, boys? Jay, you want to go first? Down? Uh, go ahead. I'll get you guys stuff down. Right. Uh, so I said Kentucky last time. It was Louisiana. It's definitely not gonna be Mississippi. So two twenty six. Uh, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna go South Carolina. No specific South city Carolina. or town, just somewhere in South Carolina. Jordan, what's the state right above California? Is that Oregon? Oregon. Oregon. That's Oregon. I'm gonna Oregon. go Oregon. Oregon. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Oregano. Yep, pretty much. The hippie state. I don't okay. know if it is, um, but the... I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stick with Missouri. Okay. Why not? James is going with well, Missouri until if, it hits. If I just one <laughs> of these days is gonna exactly. hit. Exactly. Exactly. He's betting on black until it until it hits. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Straight um, gambler. Well, as always, uh, the Get Around Podcast is brought to you by. Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations here in the glorious city of Traverse City. And they make subs that are freaky fresh. They do it in such a manner as to make you understand that it is freaky fast because they are Jimmy John's. Freak out. Okay. All right, so we've got a good show for you today. Uh, We're going to play a little bit of over-under here in a little bit. Uh, Coming up in our athlete interview, we have Trevor City West Boys soccer players Trey Collins and Ian Robertson. Uh, They of the very red-hot Titans who are now 7-1 on the season and have four shutouts. We'll be talking about that a little bit in in over-under. Uh, get around Hall of Fame. We'll induct uh, at least one more athlete into the most club in Northern Michigan as our athlete of the week, and then we will end with the trifecta, talking about uh, some milestones that we would want to be in person for uh, of the sports variety. Um, I wanted to to mention this, and, and James, it'll surprise you. Um, I think for the first time in seven, eight, maybe even 
yeah, seven, eight years, maybe even longer than that, I sat down and watched a regular season NFL football game on Sunday. Which one was it? Uh, I had, I, I watched the Bears game. I was here in Chicago. The Bears were on. Yeah, I was good like, luck, I'm both around the Bears, and I had, I had work that I had to do, and I was like, I'll, I'll watch them. I mean, they went 4-0 in the preseason. I know that means absolutely nothing because mm-hmm. Detroit, I believe, went 4-0 when they went 0-16. They Is that did. right, James? They did. Yeah. Absolutely so, correct. Um, <laughs> 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 yes, rub, rub, rub salt in the wound. I didn't mean to do that, but I, I was just saying that I know the preseason means absolutely nothing. Um, but I was like, all right, might as well just turn the game on. And uh, it, it was quite interesting to watch, especially at, at the end when it was just a downpour of rain. And then they, after the win, I'm sure you guys saw the, oh, yeah. the clip of them all doing the slip and uh, slide, doing the, doing the slide, which Mark Burley of the Chicago White Sox is there. Is the bell? Where's the bell, James? What? I brought up the White Sox, so you gotta you gotta hit the bell. Uh, Mark Burley was famous for doing that during gonna, rain delays. We're gonna do that with uh, Jordan and the Steelers. Yes, yeah, Erica, we okay. wanna know. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Mark Burley, former White Sox pitcher, was famous for doing the tarp slide during the rain delays. Uh, eventually, it was told to no longer do that because it would uh, could result in injury. I wonder if anyone from the Bears front office had that conversation with some of the Bears players yesterday. Probably. Uh, to continue to make it the, as they say, the no fun league uh, in the NFL. There, there's certainly a lot more fun now. And that's what I took away from the game yesterday. I was like, all right, if the Bears are going to be this fun, I might as well watch them, despite how kind of terrible they were in, in the first half. Um, I know you guys had to be, I know you guys had to be out at the Frankfurt Ironman uh, yesterday and covering that. Did you get a chance to watch any uh, NFL yesterday? In, I, got, uh, I got back to watch the, uh, the second half, I think, of the Lions game. I recorded the oh, Steelers so game. The... I recorded that game. I got home, so I watched it from the beginning to the end. So I was on a heart attack. Basically, I could have been. I wound up in the hospital by the end of the game, but luckily I did not because my heart was fine. So, I, yeah, I saw it on. My mom recorded it so back why home. Why are you a, why are you a Steelers fan? So my mom's boyfriend's born and raised in Pittsburgh, and so when my mom got together with her, okay. they're basically gonna get married. Um, I was born into that. I went to my first Steeler game when I was a freshman in high school, and ever since I was like, "This is a football town. I wanna, I want to be a part of this." And ever since, I've just been riding with the Steelers. But yeah, it's been, yeah. So, do you consider Mike Tomlin to be one of the greatest coaches in NFL history? He's up there. I mean, he has no losing seasons. I mean, how many other coaches can say that? Not many, honest. Not even Bill Belichick can say that. Because he's tired of losing seasons when he was with Cleveland and the Jets. Mike Tomlin, I mean, even when we had Duck Hodges as quarterback a couple of seasons ago, we still had a winning season. But it's been a while since we won the Super Bowl, so I, like, yeah, that's, that's what really matters at the end. It's been since it was in Detroit. No, since it was in Arizona. Like, we beat the Cardinals, and that was the last time we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. But, yeah, the one in Detroit, that was, what a memorable one. That was, that was awesome. James, how are you feeling about the Lions, and, and how are you feeling about your uh, possible seven and ten record? Because it's seventeen games this year, right? They're, they're, Correct. This is the year Correct. they're doing. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Oh, the, the season. The Lions are tolerable. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's what, a bad. what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'll they'll stay in the game. They'll stay in each game. You know, they're, 
but they pull it out at the end. You never know, but <laughs> but they'll be there. Is it Jared Goff? The, the the Lions do seem to be that team where the they tease you and then they let you down. They're like, we could win, we might win, we should have won, but we're gonna lose. Yeah. Am I right in that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they find they invent ways to to lose games. You know, like like having your uh, you know your your all pro tight end run the wrong route and have it be a pick six. Hawkinson. No way! Oh, dude, that's, that's what that... I was told. I missed that part of the game, but that the the people that I watched the game with—that's what they told me. Is that he just ran the wrong route, and Goff basically threw the ball to where it was supposed to go, and there was no lion there. Well, <laughs> you could be the Packers. Oh my God, Aaron! You Rogers could be the Packers, Aaron bro. Aaron Rodgers looked horrible. horrible. You want the Packers? So, you both have the same record. Thing. I watched that game, and he was awful. Horrible. I guess you could be Dak Prescott, who seems to be cursed too. He's out, he's out for a couple weeks. Eight. There goes my there goes my starting quarterback. <laughs> yeah, six to eight weeks with a broken thumb. They're gonna roll out with Cooper Rush. Good luck, Cowboys yeah. fans. Fire up chips. Oh, is that the one that you get in trouble for? The CMU well, Cooper, references. Cooper Rush is a CMU quarterback. The, the, the Cowboys backup quarterback. Yeah, he, he right. came off the practice squad. They did not have a quarterback going into the, this game. I mean, they had to promote Cooper Rush off the practice squad to be his backup last minute. And all of a sudden, that's what happened. He actually went in. If they didn't do that, who knows what they... Probably would have been Ezekiel Elliott being quarterback. Could have been worse. Could have been like the... the the Kansas City Chiefs and had your kicker get hurt and had to have a safety kick the rest of the game. And he kicked a bomb. A 50-plus. I think it was like 50-plus. Yeah, he had one that was really bad. But yeah. the rest of his kicks were all really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, like that's he was bombing kickoffs out of the end zone, and he nailed a long field goal. That's something I want to ask these kickers, if they've ever been recruited to be a kicker. These, these soccer players, if they've ever been recruited to be a kicker. I've always wanted to know. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at Everest Noise from uh, Traverse City Central. Central. Central yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Traverse City West, too. Uh, he was an all-state kicker uh, wow. and an all-state soccer player as well. Hey, soccer so, players yeah, make uh, good kickers. Football coaches, yeah, football coaches here are always uh, always on the lookout for, for good soccer players to, to be their kickers. So, But last week, James, we played a little bit of over-under with the Lions. I was asking you how many wins. I, I, I set it at 7.5. You told me that the Vegas line was at 6.5, but you set it at that. So that kind of was my inspiration for this week when we get into the pulse now. I wanted to play a little over-under, but give it some local vibes, some local flair. And thought that we would start out with football, just as we did uh, last week. Uh, so Traverse City West, Traverse City Central, right now they've got 11 combined games left in the Saginaw Valley League. This is their first year in the Saginaw Valley. Uh, currently 0-1 after Central lost uh, this past week, um, in, which was very confusing. I have to tell you guys this story, but uh, I looked on the MHSAA website and it said that Central had won 12 to nothing. And I went, wow, what an odd score, but good for Central, um, you know, going down to Davison and, and picking up that win. So I called up Eric Sugars, the head coach for the Trojans, and uh, I said, hey, man, how's it going? He's like, ah, not too good. And I'm like, I mean, you can't be that upset. I mean, I know you only scored 12 points, but you still won. And he's like, what? And I went, yeah, you guys won 12 to nothing. He's like, we lost 49 to 14. And I went, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I guess I have to rewrite my story now. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know what happened with the MHSA website getting that score wrong. Uh, and then apparently the scores were reported wrong to the TV stations as well. They had it as 49 to 12. We were the only one that had the correct score of 49 to 14. So shout out to the Record Eagle and uh, job, guys. Being, being print journalists that don't have to go with the, the news immediately. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Traverse City, uh, Traverse, Traverse City West, Traverse City Central, 11 combined games left in the Saginaw Valley League, over under five and a half combined wins for the Trojans and Titans. I'll take the over on that. I think they've played some of the tough teams right off the bat in, in their division I mean, and, and in the crossover games. <clears throat> um, one of those games will be against themselves in the uh, last week of the season, so you're going to get a half. Yeah, they're, so they're guaranteed a win. A one, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take the over on that. I think they, yeah. Same. I think the over. I mean, just by looking at the next few games for Central, they have Dow, but they're four and five overall for them. And Central plays Mount Pleasant, but they're four and two, so they're guaranteed to get some wins. Same thing with West, but good. same thing with West. I mean, they they can get some wins. It's a matter of how they can get them wins. But I mean, yeah, I I'm, right. I'm going with the over. So I'll push it further. Then, how many combined wins between the two teams in in the Saginaw Valley? Yeah, now we got <laughs> schedules. Do they go? Do they go? Well, I mean, do they do they do they go six and five? Do they go seven and four? Eight and three? Nine and two? Ten and one? Eleven and zero? Let's see. That's a tough game. West got Grand Blank. I think West can take Grand Blank. That was gonna be tough, but Midland's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough too. That's the thing that they were gonna get with this league is is tough games. Is that they were gonna get games every week. You know, and yep. basically Central's a win for West. And then it's the uh, last Central at the end. What if it's like four, five games split, like, by both, right? Like, they manage to, like, do both of them end the season very well. And then you have West, and then you have the over. Like, one of those teams are going to lose. So, that over might be in jeopardy. Yeah, I think based on the competition, I'm, I'll take the over, but I'll take it at six. That's... That's, that's my guess. I'll, I I would imagine that they go six and five versus set combined versus Saginaw Valley uh, opponents for the rest of the season, just based on the competition and, and what we're seeing out of them through the first three weeks of the season. I can see that. I don't think I don't think anyone here was expecting both of our Traverse City, both of or West and then Central to be one and two, no. right? No, not at this point. No. <clears throat> I'm going six. No, I'd say six or seven, yeah. So basically three three from each team. So some West would scramble around and get three wins some from say, some say of these seven, teams. Say they each win three and then you know, then they play each other at the end. And then there you go. Okay. You got the over. Alright. Alright, so uh Trevor City Saint Francis, uh three and uh looking to go four and with this Friday when they take on rival Kingsley. Uh they've scored forty points or more. Uh, in each of their first three games, I think it's 42, 49, and 49, or, or something along 40, that line. 42, 42, Scored more than four. Yeah. 42, 42, 49. All right, so Jeez. more than 40 in each of its first three games, over, under, or push. Four more games with 40 points or more for the Gladiators of Traverse City St. Francis. I do want to ask something, though. So if you look at the previous, so got- I do want to ask, ask something, though. Their last season, they were able to rank up plus 40 in the playoffs. Do playoffs count? No. 
regular season. Okay, well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say yes, because, I mean, that that's, why why not, right? I mean, the last couple, last season, they were able to put up 42 against St. Marie. They put up 42 against Sheboygan, and then they put up in the playoffs, because, I mean, even though it didn't count, they put up 64 against Harrison. So, I mean, I still think San Francisco can put up 40 points in four games. Like, that is very doable. So, six yeah. games left, you're, you're, you're going to take, you're taking the over. So, you're taking five or six games. Yes. I, five? Or is it four? Nah, you know what? I really, I like, I like ba- baking risky stuff, making risky bets. I'm going to go six. I want to be risky right here. I want to okay. go six. I believe in these dudes, bro. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think I think uh, what they have six games left. I don't think you know Country Day is. Oh, that's the uh, that's the challenging one for me. I don't me. think that they'll. I don't think they're gonna. That's gonna be a shootout. No. Like the Lumen Christie game was. Right. Uh, so that means that to go over, they gotta hit forty in all the rest of them. Right. Ooh. I think that they'll actually do it against Beecher. Sault Ste. Marie, they have a history of doing that, too, although Sioux's supposed to be pretty good this season. Yeah. But I still could see him doing it. Uh, Sheboygan, yeah. Um, Grayling's got to play better than they played against Boyne last Friday to, to avoid St. Francis scoring 40. And then, I mean, what, the last time St. Francis played Kingsley, it was... It was close. Oh, okay, 38, 38 to 30. Yeah, yeah, it was close. Yeah. What are you taking here, James? Over under or push, baby? What do we got? I'll, I'll take, I'll take the push. Me too. That's why with this one, they're gonna have one game in there where they're not gonna hit. I, I had the country day. Yeah, I oh, had man. initially had it. I had it set at four and a half as over under as four and a half. Oh, I would have taken the under. Um, and I just, I didn't want to have to take an under. <laughs> and I, I thought that the push just made more sense. So I'm going to go push to four games of, of 40 points or more uh, for for the Gladiators. Um, I, I, but I think the under is a real possibility. And yeah. that isn't taking anything away from St. Francis. That's not saying they're not going to win those games. But scoring 40 more or more points in a game, it's not as easy as St. Francis has made it look through the first three games. Maybe it's because I'm, so. I'm not well... Was it invested? I haven't been around too long enough to know like some well of these versed. teams. You're not well versed yet. There you go. That's that's the word I was kind of trying to use. Thank you so much. The last one is the only reason why I kind of was like debating on it because I ha- have heard of Country Day. Like I have heard of this team. Even in California, I've heard of this team. So, um, yeah. So that's the only reason. But uh, why not? So I'm gonna stick with my over after hearing okay. both of you guys. All right, moving on to volleyball. We've got Cadillac, Traverse City, St. Francis, McBain, Leland, uh, and McBain, Northern Michigan, Christian. They're all in the latest volleyball rankings. Over, under, one and a half teams making it to Battle Creek, and that can include teams that are not mentioned. So we're seeing Traverse City Central playing some really good volleyball right now, uh, especially over the weekend when they didn't drop a single set. Um uh, in their invitation that included uh, the ranked Leland Comets. Um, Jordan, I'll, I'll start with you. So one and a half making it to Battle Creek. And Battle Creek, for those uh, unaware, is the site of the uh, state finals for volleyball that includes this. It's just the semifinals and the finals, correct, James? Correct. Oh, got it. <clears throat> yeah, so if you make it to the final four, you get to Battle Creek. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, boy. And so, and there's... In, in four different divisions. In four different divisions. So there's 16 possible, uh, 16 possible teams from the state make it to Battle Creek. So over under one and a half. I'm going to go over. I'm going to say we're going to have two. All right. And are you going to brave enough to pick those two? Uh, I think Leland, after seeing them play in the Central Tournament over the weekend, um, with, I mean, you know, I had heard that they were tall before. Like, this is the tallest team that Lori Glass had had. But they're, they're taller than I thought. Um, and they've got like three legit middle blockers that they can rotate in that game, and uh, and everything. So, I, I think that Leland, <clears throat> if they get some good defensive play, can definitely be one of those teams that's in there. And then I think between St. Francis Central and I mean McBain and MC would have to get past Leland to get there in the most likelihood. I mean mm-hmm. they're, they're going to have to beat them at the quarterfinals. So you know, it's only one or the other. Same, yeah. thing, same thing with Misek. They would be in the same division, too. So I would say between St. Francis and, and Central, maybe one of those gets there. All right. Well, I mean, that was kind of... Yeah, I'll go with the over. Um, just the one team for me would be St. Francis, just because I was able to watch them last week. They were very good. They swept out in three sets, so that was pretty That was pretty interesting to watch. Um. And then why not any of the Travis, other Traverse City schools to get in? I mean, show some Traverse City love, so either Central or West. West Central gets in, but yeah, that's that would be my take for that volleyball one. Yeah, give me the over as well. I, I've learned not to ever take uh, Cadillac lightly, um, and same goes for for Leland. And I think McBain has a legitimate shot uh, as well, so I, I will take the over there and. Uh, Fingers crossed that we're right. It's always good when we've got uh, local teams uh, being successful. Uh, moving on to some tennis. Uh, a lot of good tennis programs in our area. Again, Traverse City St. Francis, Traverse City Central is showing up. They're uh, doing well. Petoskey as well. But winning a championship is a, a whole different thing. Over under 0.5 team or individual state championships uh, for our local teams in tennis this year. So... I, that might seem low uh, so, so an, so for you guys. So an individual from one of those teams wins, then that counts. Correct. And that can, that's anything from one to four singles and one to four doubles. Okay. I think the over on that, Then I think I think we'll have an individual state champion. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think it's a pretty decent chance that one of the St. Francis flights wins a state title. Agreed. And I, I think the uh, Evan Reinfuss, the uh, I think one singles player from Petoskey, has a, a legitimate shot um, mm-hmm. a, as well. TC Central is um, a very good program this year. Yeah. I was gonna say uh, Cooley. I mean, he's been pretty good this season. Um, but yeah, Tanner Cooley. Yeah. Tanner Cooley from uh, Traverse City Central. I mean, every he just seems to be just based off every time I. He has get scores. It seems like he's <clears throat> been able to collect some wins. But, yeah, I think it's either going to be – I'll take the over. Just to, Let me just say that right there. Um, I'm going to take the over. Um, someone definitely from one of the flights from San Francis, without a doubt. And, yeah, I mean, either Central or Petowski, like one of those – their flights, are, they, they've been winning too. So, 
Yeah, I'm going with the over. Okay. I think it's a safe bet. Agreed. Um, taking the over. It's free money. It's free money. Over and a half. It's free money. Yeah, I mean, this is obviously, <laughs> this is for all of the... This is for all the local betters out there uh, in the Traverse City area that listen to our uh, podcast that are making book based on uh, the lines that we're setting right here. That's why we're doing this, guys. I mean, better response for all though. the better response for all the local bookies in Northern Michigan. That's obviously why we're doing this. Um, all right, so cross country. Let's do some cross country right now, and then we'll get into uh, a little bit of soccer. Boyne City's uh, Ava McGinnity and Buckley's Aiden Herrand, both two for two so far in cross country this se- uh, season so far uh, in their meets. Both won first place in both of their meets. They each have six regular season races left, over or under eight and a half combined wins. So combined, Ooh. they've got 12 races left, over or under eight and a half wins. Do you have yours, Brendan? Oh, do I have mine? Yeah. I'll take the under, but I'm going to take it at eight. And I honestly feel that it's very likely that they, they're they good enough where they could sweep the season. Yeah, I think you're looking at I think you're looking at, at two contenders for our cross country girls runner of the year. Yeah, um, I will take the under on a technicality because two of those races they are at the same race. Okay. There you go. I'll take the under then because they're both at the um, the Northern Michigan Championships. In Gaylord, and they're both at the Portage Invitational. Okay, so that would take it down to ten then. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Everybody taking the under on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'll finish it out with soccer, which I did on purpose so we could segue into our guests very smoothly. It's like I wrote a script for this show or something. Uh, Traverse City West Soccer has four shutouts in eight games so far this season. They're seven and one on a year. The Titans have ten regular season games left. Over under three and a half more shutouts for Traverse City West. Give me the over. I mean, seems Jordan's like slapping the over on this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm not even like hesitating. It. it seems like every it's time I've good. covered them, they're shutting out teams. Minus that one that was two Saturdays ago. That's the only one that I saw where they let it go in. But other than that, I mean, they they're unreal. I mean, I, the fact that they're able to just shut out teams, like really good teams. I mean good teams like they're good teams from south of michigan that they played over the past couple games and then they bounced into season and but yeah a lot of the games that they shut out were teams that weren't in in their conference or division so that itself is pretty impressive and the coach matt he's always talking about on to the next on to the next he doesn't look at anything didn't shutouts was a goal that they plan on doing that they wanted to establish but they're more on to winning, and they want to win. They want to win, and they know what the end goal is. But aside from my spiel that I just said about West, um, yeah, I'm taking the over. Uh, that Yeah, the over. Uh, I think I'll take the over as well. Um, I mean, they've got, they've got the heart of their Big North Conference slate. It's what, mostly what their schedule is. is pretty much the Big North Conference plus a game against Brother Rice. Um, so I know there's at least... One not good team 
and the big door. Aw, no disrespect. Is that your analysis? Is that your analysis, James? And, not uh, good. One not good team. Wow, man. One team that just has so, so far. That's why not, we pay you the one, big bucks. One team that is just that not, has just not uh, done very well so that far. Coach is calling. Um, so I think that's maybe two right there. And then can they get another two? Yeah, yeah so they've allowed a grand total of, what, five goals this mm-hmm. season through eight games? Oh, yeah. Uh, and two uh, that was uh, two were, came in, in one game was a uh, it was their only loss uh, of the season. Um, yeah, give me the over here as well. Yeah, uh, ten, games, ten games left. Yeah. Uh, and Grand Haven has I, not I lost a game this season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'd say four shutouts is... Just given one, Trey Collins, uh, our can be our guest here in a little bit, is a great goaltender, and they also have an incredible defense that doesn't allow many shots because they have such a uh, controlling and powerful offense that keeps the ball on the opponent's side of the field. So, yeah, I will take the over, and I'll take you know. Uh, I'll take another four shutouts in 10 games for the Titans. Um, well, speaking of the Traverse City West Boys soccer team, we did have Trey Collins, the goalkeeper for the Titans, and Ian Robertson in studio with us uh, to chat with James and Jordan. Why don't we go ahead and take a listen to that right now. We're glad to have Traverse City West senior forward Ian Robertson. Uh, thank you for having us. And Trey Collins here on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming here. Thanks this for coming after awesome. practice, rushing over after practice and uh, spending some time with us. Um, you guys are off to a great start this season. Just talk about the, uh, the, the season so far. You were so- athletic team so we like to kind of shift strategies around because we have a lot of athletic guys Aiden North he's a he's a fast winger we have Ian up top he's lethal in front of the net so yeah I was gonna say because I've been able I've been fortunate enough to watch you guys like a lot this season and it's been really fun for me personally it's been really fun I I love watching high school soccer because that's where you get to see all like young guys grow up and just have breakout seasons I know for you I got to talk with you last time and you told me something that was really cool you never wanted to have a season like you had last season is that something is that right well, well it's, it's something similar to that like it was it was around that right yeah it was I the way it ended yeah, so now that you're on a new season, he mentioned it before, you shut out a bunch of teams. As far as like the way you get, your guys' season as a whole is going, not just you individual as a whole, um, how, talk about how it, fun it must be for you guys to be on the journey that you guys are on right now. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of good team, t- team chemistry. 
chemistry. We have a lot of good team chemistry. Attaboys. So Attaboy. it's easy to play with one of each other, and you know you just got to be willing to go to war for your teammates. Yeah, your coach always talks about launching the next, no matter what it is. Because I, one game I covered, you guys shot off the team. I asked him about that. He was like, "Yeah, that was cool. That was one of our goals." But we'll launch the next game. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, this coach is all about business. To you guys, is that like the team like itself? It's like you guys win a game. Like I mean, even when I was talking to you, like. We're always on to, on to the next. We're all about business. So talk a little bit about that. Like, how do you guys get into that mentality? Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, wherever we go somewhere, it's a business trip. She always says that. Um, the fun is, like, obviously the soccer's fun, but more of the fun comes from, like, the journey, taking the trip, bus rides, that sort of thing. But when a whistle blows around the field, like, it's got to get to work because it's a lot more fun to work hard and celebrate afterwards and have fun when we're playing and not be as fortunate. Do you guys mess with, do you guys ever mess around on the bus like team buses? Oh, like yeah. if you guys get a win, like oh, you guys yeah. you guys like play like I don't do you guys like play cards on the back of the bus? Like do you guys like joke around? Do you like hey, sorry Matt, sorry Matt, but do you guys pull pranks on Matt? Like what do you guys, what do you guys do? Um usually like we sit in the back of the bus, so Coach G always sits up in the front so we can't really mess with him too much. But uh <laughs> <laughs> kind of guys. Yeah, we play Among Us um, last year. Among Us on every bus trip. That was pretty fun. We any tournament? Any any Among Us tournaments on the on the on the bus rides back? Hey, who's yeah, who's the best at the game? Uh, Keegan Smith. Keegan he's Smith, an excellent yeah. imposter. Dude is, he's pretty tough. He's won a couple of times. <laughs> and what about you guys? Like how? Like what you? What? I usually get targeted first. Oh, I messed Everyone up. Always thinks it's me. Uh-huh. I don't know why. It has something to do with Luke Wiersma. He has a grudge against me, and <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, are we are we about to? Are we, uh, I mean, wow, that, that sounds like something that he's gassed out, bro. Cause yeah. that's not good, dude. <laughs> but um, I honest, I do want to ask like really like a really random question, and I told him this. So a lot of soccer players they get recruited to play football, right? And I know at your guys' school the. The kicker right now played soccer in the past. Mm-hmm. Was that something that you guys ever were asked? Like, hey, do you want to play kicker for this team? Um, um, yeah, not as much by, like, the coaches, but the players are always kind of talking to us. And, like, la- or two years ago, three years ago, they got Finn Durbin to come over and kick, who like, is kicking some 60-yarders and warm-ups. Mm-hmm. He's a big dude. Hey, but he should look like he should have played linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. He's, he's, he's a big kid. man. We got some. I mean, we got some pretty big kids on the soccer team that yeah. have been asked in the past, like, come play football for us because they're they're legs, they're some big man. Boys, yeah. They tried to get solid. last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just because I love I love when kickers have a past that have played soccer before because for some reason it you're really skilled at soccer. I know there's a two separate different sports like soccer and football, two separate different sports. But if you have that leg strength to kick a ball, like you just mentioned, that that kid who kicked a sixty-yard ball, but you guys, especially like if there's a defender or if there's like a midfielder who can kick it straight to where it needs to be, I think that's pretty skillful within itself. Like, have you guys ever tried kicking field goals? Like, just messing around? Uh, we did after practice. Like, and how did it go? How did it go? Uh, I topped out at forty-five and. Dougie Rice hit a fifty yarder. Yeah, wow. yarder Straight or like near like the end hash? Like it was his was on was the good. yeah, was his was on the right hash. So he it was a pretty he probably had some some yeah, gas left. Right, righty was, or lefty? He was, he was a lefty. He was a lefty. He wow. was going to kick but then he didn't end up kicking. Yeah. So now there's a uh there's a J V dude on our J V team that's kicking for the football team right now too, Leland Lyon. Yep. 
just came over and tried out. Yeah. And he was kind of playing around with the football after practice. He's a senior, right? He's a sophomore. Sophomore? Oh, no, man. The, the other one is uh, Daniil. Yeah, the one that's currently out. right yeah. now. Because I, I, I had a chat with them uh, football practice, and I was like, hey, you ever played soccer before? He's like, yeah, I played soccer, and now I'm here. I'm like, okay, well, what's the furthest you've ever kicked? Like, bah, kicked a 55. I'm like, Hi. And I told Coach that, and Coach, he laughed, and God, I hope so. I hope he can get a 55. So it's like one of those things where I've always admired, like, soccer players who, like, dive into football because, I mean, you guys can do both things, like, yeah. low-key. Like, you're not doing too much on football. All you're doing is just kicking it straight. Soccer, I mean, you're out here walked in with a gallon of water, so you <laughs> – that's a totally two different, different sports. But, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, um, do you want to – I mean, I low-key want to dive into – what you guys have up upcoming? Because I mean, it's yeah. a, you guys got a lot of. Well, I was gonna ask. You were talking dogs. about. You guys were talking about the road trips and the bus and everything like that. What did you guys do on the on the long trip to the UP? Oh, we had some fun on that oh, one. We took vans. Vans to UP. So mm -hmm. we had parents drive the vans, and uh, you guys stayed there for a couple of days, right? Yeah, we uh, stayed. We played in the Sioux. Stayed overnight. Had a day where we didn't do anything. Like we didn't have a game or anything. Mm -hmm. And then played Marquette the next day and came home. So we were. Stayed two nights. We went to Black Rocks on the day off. Yeah. Okay. So that was pretty fun. We had some... To jump in? Yeah. yeah. We had some dudes doing backflips. Some crazy guys. Um, they found... Uh, a lot of them decided that the uh, the regular rocks weren't high enough. So they swam across and found their own rocks. And it was about a probably 20, 25 minute like, session where they were trying to find figure out how deep it was. If it was deep enough to jump. So they found like a five... Probably, a, it's probably like, it's like a circle, like a feet. probably a five foot radius that they could jump in and not hit the bottom. So all the guys just started going for it, and uh, it was like it a was matter of six feet and then like 10, 11 feet down. Okay. Uh, parents were not happy, but they boys had a good time. <laughs> I bet. It's a little, it's a little alarming right there, but Did hey. Did you guys uh, do that one? Yeah. Uh, I was concussed the day before. Borderline, oh. so I, I was not jumping in. <laughs> I was sitting with all the parents. I was hearing everything. But I was all for it. That a boy. That a boy. She was like the third You're person young, to man. jump, I think. You jumped in head first or feet first? Ooh. Feet first. Yeah. It was pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 35 feet, I bet. 30. Ooh, what it was, a... It was up there quite a ways. Up, it was like a little bit higher than what yeah. the so, Borderline Bridge would be. So, so would wow. you ever, uh, if you were willing to jump 35 feet, would you ever go skydiving? I, See what I mean? See, I, I got you. I, I don't know if I can. What do you mean? I have the sickle cell trait, and there's something. Oh, no mind. Altitude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I think. Yeah. I remember there was a player for the Denver Broncos who had, yep. who had sickle cell and he had mm -hmm. trouble with home games. Yep. Yeah, I would never. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would. That's scary. <laughs> I would love to. Like yeah. my health, just no. I just preservation <laughs> of health. <laughs> I want to live. <laughs> one day one day oh my god okay so how did it come about that you guys play oasis after every game where did that come from oh yes i, I don't even i need to know i need to know no what i've heard well i was i watch a lot of premier league soccer mm -hmm. and our coach he's a big pep guardiola fan he loves man city and i was watching a man city game the end of it and i heard oasis in the background i was like is that wonderwall I was like, maybe that's why, but I have no real clue. No, why it, he... it's been something that they've been doing since way before we were in the program. So after oh, every game, 
like we show up freshman year on the first couple of bus rides, varsity team pulls out a couple wins, and they play on the bus ride, they play on the speaker, and they're carrying it back to the fields. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of something that they did that we've stuck with. Yeah. Well, and, pretty. and then I, the game that that was played uh, at the at Keystone the other day, the game against Mason. I think after the game, there was somebody I can't remember who it was. This was like I'm not I'm not stretching until we play Wonderwall. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> That was awesome. I love that. You gotta have it. I love it. So, do you know the song by heart by now? I mean, you're four years in. Do you guys know the song by heart now? I mean, if you like, if you played the beat, we could probably. Yeah, I listen to it in my own time now, so. That's right. They found a a trap remix. It's pretty. No. Yeah. So he, we play that one too, but. (laughs) Yeah, because you played that one after the Mason game. Yeah. Right. Because I remember that one. I'm like, this isn't exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So we uh, we mess around with some he. You see him driving probably half the time. He's got that plan in his car. So, yeah. When I first so showed up, remix. yeah. When I first showed up and you guys won, I was like, "Wait, is this Oasis?" And then I showed up again and you guys won. I was like, "Wait a minute, it's Oasis again." Mm-hmm. And then the third time, Oasis again. I'm like, "Okay, this is <laughs> this is really weird. Like, this is interesting because no other team that I've covered when they win, they have like a, some type of song that they stick with, and it just so happens you guys been sticking with." Oasis. I mean, Oasis. I'm sorry. Yeah. I love that song. Like, that, I love that song. But it's like, I don't know. It's just that, that's really random, really cool that you guys are out of the box with selective music styles. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. So, <laughs> keep it around for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I would. Coach G is a superstitious guy. Yeah. Hey, it worked. <laughs> and it's continued to work. I mean, jeez. You want to dive into, like, I, I kind of want to ask him a few more questions about the season, like, up from the season. Yeah, I was going to that was going to be my next one. Cool, yeah. let's do it. You guys got Cadillac coming up? Yeah. Uh, talk a little bit about Will Ware's goals against Cadillac last <laughs> Will year. Will Ware's, yes. He's notorious. That my dog. I love Notorious Will for scoring against Cadillac. He Does he only score against Cadillac? He yes. doesn't only score against Cadillac. I think his I only think varsity he, goal was against Cadillac last year. But even on, even on JV, his goals before. were only against Cadillac. Like exclusively, he just plays well against yeah. that for some. Like last year, it's kind of written in the record books now. He uh, he went in the game at home against Cadillac, picked up a yellow card two minutes in, <laughs> came off, came back in the second half, and one of the kids from Cadillac punched him, hit him in the mouth, and so he had a bloody nose, mouth was bleeding a little bit. That kid got red carded, got sent off, and then. Probably five, six minutes later. I think it was like immediate. Cause was it right after? They didn't stop for the bleeding because I don't think yeah. he realized he was bleeding. Mouth, like, so was, so he, he scores. Kept, he, he just puts kept the, running. We were up 7-0. He puts the game winner in. And everybody comes over to hug him, and his face is just like red, like just blood coming all the way down, coming out of his nose, lips split open a little bit. So it's uh, there's some pictures of it that are pretty yeah. pretty sweet. <laughs> probably one of the coolest calls that they yeah, ever I think so. <laughs> Then what did the guy punch him for? Well, Will's really annoying on defense, and he'll do anything to get the ball back. Okay. So okay. Uh, he was just being a parasite to the kid, and the kid <laughs> turned around and hit him. And do you ever hear it? Do you ever hear anything he says, like, when he's defending? Because, yeah, because you're, you're a lot closer to the defenders. Well, Will doesn't really ever say anything. No, he's just, he's like, just uh, kind of grunts. He kinda, he's goes. just a pest. He comes yeah. flying in, like, yeah. swinging at the ball really hard. Um, That's how he got yelled, like, immediately. Yeah, like, push you a little bit. It's like, he's a little kid, but he's tough. Mm-hmm. And so he, he gets into tackles, and a lot of people get a little upset with him. But <laughs> it's fun when he, he's on your team. Own it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So he's like in the, the hockey equivalent of like in hockey, the little ball of hate. Yeah. 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 That's well. Oh, it's great that you got your own guy. Uh, we, before the podcast, we were talking about uh, Brody McDonough. All right, is that a, that's or not uh, Plumstead? Plumstead. Yeah, Sorry. yeah before we were talking about uh, Brody Plumstead, <laughs> and uh, you guys had some interesting stories. You said you play FIFA with him all the time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he likes to think he's better than me, but I I destroy him all the time. What team are yours? Me? Yeah. Do you have a specific team or do you I bounce have, around? I have a specific specific team that I use. Manchester United. It's not the what best. Year? Well, well, what year of FIFA are we talking about right now? Current. Okay. I use the current menu. But Trey's, didn't, a, didn't, Trey's a bandwagon, so okay. just apparently I'm a, he can get his hands on. Apparently I'm a bandwagon. It's okay, bro. I've bandwagon <laughs> a team that I've been supporting since I was seven. Atta boy. He's a bandwagon. So, <laughs> a bandwagon. so I use menu. He uses... Whatever good team he can find. Liverpool is a good example. He uses them a lot. Who are you, I, I usually beat him. So, and then we got into talking like the commentators, I guess, in British accents. So, we both have some pretty solid British accents now, and as does the rest of the team. <laughs> the whole okay. practice today, we had a captain-led session today, um, and it was the whole time just talking in British accents. Like, if you showed up, you were probably like, what is wrong with these kids? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like for the next minute, you guys just gotta talk in your British accents. Okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. All right, well. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. That was awesome. I love that. That was awesome. Wonder Wall. No, that was. About to up a lighter, but um, yeah. So talk about. I do want to ask. Um, in English. Yeah, <laughs> you can respond. Hey, you know what? You can respond either way you want. How about that? You can spot anywhere you want. But, um, yeah, you guys talk about, like, some of the stuff. You guys you guys are a pretty tight-knit group of kids. Like, you guys seem like you guys have been around each other for a long time. Um, talk about some of the stuff you guys do off the field. Because there are always some, like, cool, like, stories that you guys have, like, got got yourselves into or have done. Or just, you know, it's just some fun times that you guys have had together. Because there's quite a few seniors on this team that you guys have kind of grown up together yeah. um talk a little bit about that and how cool it's been for you guys to be together for all these four years uh, i think like our team chemistry now kind of like solidified in the british accent bro oh, in the british oh i said either way man it don't, it don't matter man <laughs> well i think it solidified our, our sophomore year because we had a really solid jv team we were 14 and 0 we scored 105 goals 105 goals he scored about 30 of them so <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Um, he, he scored thirty, and it was just—it was. We had a great coach, Cooper Kirby. It was just a blast of a season, and like I think all of those kids that were on that team are now in varsity, and so we're already kind of comfortable with each other. And a lot of us went to the same elementary schools, mm-hmm. and a lot of the like the individual classes have been playing Northstorm together since they were really young. So like. Mm-hmm. A lot of the dudes on our, all of our seniors played basketball together when we were little, played soccer together when we were little, so we've just been hanging out and doing stuff. So how many of you played for Trey's dad? Oh, uh, (laughs) our senior, our whole senior class played for him uh, in middle school. Um, I, like, I've been playing basketball for Marshall, I mean, Trey, since kindergarten, first grade. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, we just, there's a lot of chemistry there just because we've done a lot of stuff together since we were little. And then a lot of the guys off the field, we golf. How about that? 
How about what about you guys? Both of you guys go? Yeah, yeah. a lot of the team. Uh, a lot of the team does. We go. Uh, senior center back Luke Weirsma. He'll play with us a lot. Um, He's not good. <laughs> no. Oh, we just throw the guy the bus, <laughs> man. Like just probably half the team. I think most of the team does. Yeah. Only name a couple guys that would. Who, who's the best? Probably you. Wow. Definitely me. Definitely yeah. me. What do you, you also golf the most? It I get lessons. I golf a lot. I recently started taking lessons. That's um, right. Actually, Callum might be better them. than you. Yeah, he might. He's on the golf team. He's on the golf team. I've never played with him before. He he'd probably beat me. Mm-hmm. But I, he's really good. I do want to ask this though. If so, you you said you're taking golf lessons, right? Yeah. Do you think because golf takes a lot of patience, yeah. right? And soccer sometimes <laughs> you got to be patient with whatever you're doing on the field. Do you think? Playing golf has helped your patient level on the field. Um, I, that, maybe, I, I, I just thought of that because that's just I'm like curious because I know there's two different sports, but you can always take the patient level and use it to your advantage on the field. It, do you see any anything um, that transpired? It, like it might have helped. It, like it's might. This year so far, I've been a lot less. Uh, I guess angry a lot less easy. Okay. It, it takes a lot more for me to get like upset. Trey, on the other hand, Trey's got kind of short temper. And Trey's on the Trey on the golf course, and Trey in the net. You probably like, hear me on the Trey. field. I'm always my mouth always, always open, and I'm always yelling. He'll hit a bad shot, and it'll take two or three minutes for him to scream at his golf ball, throw his club, do something, and then Broken and then he's putters. bounced back. He's broke a couple of putters. Two. He's on his third one now. Oh my goodness! I haven't broken a putter, but I have. I broke a, a pitching wedge. Yeah, well, yeah, I got really mad because I missed I missed a putt to like tie the round. Trey three or four I, putts like every I, single green. I don't three or four putts. That. That's, that's a lie. I throw the ball up and I like hit it like a baseball bat and I hit the ball, but then the end of the putter just flies off and just snaps. No. Yeah. All right, that's I, awful. I, 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 I had an infamous yeah. meltdown one time when I was golfing with I think I don't know if I don't know if Brendan was there or not. I think Jake was or whatever. Or I was trying to chip on at Antrim Dells one time, and like I kept just like chunking this chip, and I hit like three three times or whatever. And then finally, I just went over and just slammed the, <laughs> the pitching wedge. Yeah, I, I I just hit the tire of the go- uh, the golf cart. And I'm like, oh, that'll just bounce right back or whatever. And the head of the of it just, I just, boom, right just off. flies yeah. off. Oh, golf is <laughs> also not a fun game. It's fun. It's fun when you're doing good, but. There you go. Other yeah. than that, it's yeah. So a lot yeah. of us, like, we don't take it super serious when we go. Just that's a big key with golf is yeah. not to take it too seriously. We just show up, have fun, mess around a little bit, and. Do you guys? Running. Do you guys watch uh, soccer when you're not playing soccer? I know uh, it's just a random yeah, question. Yeah, I'll do anything to watch. That's all he does. <laughs> that's so all he does. let me ask you this: World Cup is coming out. Yeah, Brazil. They're winning. Oh, so it's just like Brazil's a. Brazil's you already, you already calling it. Yeah, it'd be between Brazil and Argentina because I don't think Argentina's lost a game in like three years. But, but are, in the like, past couple of years, I mean, Argentina has tried and they, has, they can't uh, seem to get lost, over Brazil. Lost two years in two World Cups in a row, they yep. lost to the team who's won it. So. Yep. Yep. And oh I think gosh. France, France is on the decline. Really? They're not gonna do that well. It's hard to play with Mbappe. He's yeah, it is. I guess that dude's a beast, bro. He's got a big ego. That dude's a beast. Bro. He's got a big ego. <laughs> See, I think he's better. Oh, I love him. What about you, Ian? You 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 invested in the World Cup this year? I mean, I, like I watch a little bit of soccer, no, but not doesn't. a whole lot. Cause hey, neither do I. I'm just I just like World Cup. Soccer, soccer, like it's the 
Do you watch it? What other sports? What other? Because you guys were talking about you guys play basketball, right? Yeah. Uh, do you guys are you more watching basketball or are you more watching? I watch a lot of baseball. I'm Who, a baseball guy. Who's but, your baseball uh, team? Favorite baseball team? Yeah. Um. Or I, mean, I like the Tigers. Tigers are cool. I'm a big Cubs guy now. My my best buddy growing up just got drafted in the second round by the Cubs. So. Out of boy. He's Congrats not, to that guy. Gotta gotta support him. Who oh, yeah. signing Heck yeah. in Chicago a couple weekends ago and. How was so that? Cubs guy now. Have you ever uh, you ever, have you ever been to Wrigley Field? Yeah, we went. I think twice this summer. We used to go when we were younger a lot. Played the Tigers, but I've always, I've never gone. That's why I was curious. <laughs> it's I'm kind of cool. jealous. I know I've heard. Right, it's, watched, it's on my bucket uh, list. It's they played the Mets. We watched the Mets. They played the Mets at at Wrigley this year. Yeah, and it went. Um, Cubs won four three. Scored the go ahead two runs in the eighth. So it was a pretty. So a lot of stadiums. It was pretty electric. Are you familiar with uh, Timmy Trumpet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. MVP. I'm glad someone knows. Do you know who that is? Do you know what that is? Nope. Okay. Uh, for the <laughs> listeners that are listening to who Timmy Trumpet is, shout out to Ian. The fact that you know it, <laughs> I love it. So the New York Mets closer, Edwin Garcia. <clears throat> oh, I know Garcia. Every year, I know his... his his entrance. Yeah, his, yeah, it's his walk. It's his entrance song. Whenever, whenever he comes out and closes, I told the Travis City Pit Spitters GM um, that they need to do this because <laughs> it is one of the coolest. I'm not kidding. One, I, I'm a Dodger fan, and I'm saying this: one of the coolest way to walk out to close out a game. If you are pl- having trump, actual live trumpets <laughs> playing while you're walking out, you've how do you lose? It's pretty un- like it's pretty unreal. Stadium music goes pretty crazy. We should get that for a soccer game one of these times. Oh, tell Matt, tell Matt. Hey Matt, can I can I, I can I can I play Trimmy? Can I play Timmy? The, the band comes out for the West Central game usually. Yeah, Thursday. They might be there Thursday. If I have the drum line there, that would be pretty sweet. Hey, tell them to. It's not trumpets, but. <sighs> hey, still though, tell them to you know just <laughs> get a little. Yeah, but yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I was just curious because that's like one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. Have you ever seen anything like w- any moments like that? Like as far as you guys, like any cool things that comes to mind? That I think the cool like playing soccer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The coolest yeah. moment for me was probably last year's West Central game at our place when Collins scored the second goal. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite game ever. And the fog and everything about the game was just perfect. The drum line was there, so like it was. We didn't play great. We played yeah. up. It was. It wasn't. It was. It was not a great performance, but we uh, six minutes left, seven minutes left, and yeah, did some things that. G preaches every day at practice. Scored the Colin Blackport scores the game winner. It was a beautiful goal. Mm-hmm. He slides in front of the student section. That was pretty unreal. What? Yeah, drum line going crazy. So you guys call him Colin? Yeah, well Colin. we call him Brock. We call him Brock, but um, yeah. on the on the field it's usually Brock. But yeah, yeah. Like, outside of that, outside he, it's he, usually Colin. Do you have names. Do you have anybody else who has a has a nickname like that? Ooh, um, I love the Brock story. <laughs> <laughs> well, my uh, Robo. Everybody calls me Robo. It was my sophomore year. I was the JV captain, and they called me RoboCap oh. for some reason. It was like Robo, play on RoboCop. RoboCop, okay. Started calling me RoboCap, and then Drew Nichols again showed up, started calling me Robo, and yeah. it just kind of happened. But RoboCap. That was hard, actually. That was hard, Loki. When are you guys' uh, field going to be ready? Are you going to be able to play on it again this year? Probably no. not this year, no. 
Um, it should be. They, It'll they're be past saying our time. like this Summer July. Summer twenty twenty three is what the signs. This upcoming July, I think, which is unfortunate. Damn. The girls won't get to play there either. No, they'll have to play at Keystone. But all the juniors this year have their senior season on our field, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's good. Any emo? Any any thought? Any Keystone has a cool name, right? I mean, yeah, Championship Field. Is that that's what it's called? That's, that's what uh, that's what that field is called. Yeah, the main one, though. Field three yeah, that we play our field six. What says that on the scoreboard? Champions adjust. Champions adjust. G always says. That's that's the new. Well, every year we have like shirts that we sell to like parents, mm-hmm. and it gets yeah, you in free shirts, to like yeah. every home game if you have the shirt. And like last year, it said strictly business on it. Yeah. Like everything's a business trip. Every game. Yeah. Until the whistle blows, and then this year it's champions adjust because. Obviously, we're not at our field, so we're having to adjust to it. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. Field. He's pretty good mm-hmm. at finding those little things and continuing to bring them up. Mm-hmm. He knows, he figures out what makes us, like, mad, what kind of gets us motivated, and then we hear about it quite a bit, and it... Pushes the right buttons. Yeah, it works wonders. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, any... Now that you mentioned, like, one of your coolest moments, you guys, uh, any teams in particular that... I know there's a long season ahead. There's, you guys still got a long whole month and a half of slate of games. Yeah. Um, we just talked about Central. Uh, that's supposedly upcoming. That's soon. Yeah. Um, any other teams that you guys are excited uh, to play? My my personal favorite is I love to play Petoskey away. There we go. It's because, one, they, they usually have a decent student section, and I – I love playing in front of other students. I love playing. <laughs> I, I, I love heckling them. Um, uh, uh, there's something that gets you going when yeah. people are, are chirping you, saying some things. Like it, it just gets you going a little bit more. So, oh, mm-hmm. I want it. Like, we like away games more than we like home games. Um, oh, you got Petoskey on the road in like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Nice one. field too. But uh, do they play in the football stadium or they have yeah. their own soccer field? They, have yeah, football they play in the football stadium. Oh wow! Closed. Um, Brother Ice. Play that at the end of the year. Probably the one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, most. we're looking forward to that one. But uh, nice long really road just, trip for you guys to be able to get your games in. Yeah, yeah. play some some good teams downstate before playoffs, which always helps gets us ready. But yeah, uh, uh, I can honestly, just say we're looking day to day at this point. Like, yeah, once the conference season starts, we're just looking to get better every week. There you so. go. It's one game at a time. So right yeah. now, focus is Cadillac tomorrow, and then it can shift to sh- Central Thursday. But you can't overlook anybody. Hoping to go ten and zero again, so we'll see how that goes. How many years in a row have you guys done that? Well, last, last year was the first, first one, year. but we haven't lost a conference game since twenty eighteen. Eighteen. You serious? So we tied Gaylord our freshman year. Yep, our yep. freshman year we tied Gaylord. And then sophomore tied year Gaylord tied Gaylord again. again. Uh, At Gaylord both times. Yeah. Yeah. And then last year. 10 and 0 and this mm-hmm. year see what happens so if we can go four years without losing a conference game that would be I've never heard of that actually I can not I've that's kind of impressed. I wow I'm speechless actually I can't even say any words but um yeah dude um I yo I want to ask you because your coach loves to schedule hard games for you guys I mean he's you guys have played all types of teams all different divisions I mean and you still have the record that you guys have. Talk about that. I mean, your coach loves to schedule those hard games for you guys. How is it for you guys to be able to play those hard teams down south? Uh, it's a it's a great look, obviously. Like, if you're looking at what teams have played which teams, if you're playing a harder team, obviously you're going to look better. But 
it's also about like playing against better competition like yourself you can better yourself because obviously not everyone in the bnc is as good as teams downstate so it's a good it's good for competition and there's a there's always a method method to the madness so like part of it is mpr it's how the state ranks soccer teams so it's like your winning percentage your strength of schedule your opponent's winning percentage their strength of schedule and so on there's a like a formula that they use Mm-hmm. So when we go down and play better teams downstate, it helps us with, like, district seeding and uh, being able to play home games when we get to playoffs. So that plays into it, but it's also just, you know, testing ourselves pretty early. We get better playing against good teams than we do. Do you guys enjoy it? Do you guys enjoy yeah. actually playing, like, a, these, like, tougher opponents? Yeah, that I do, yeah. I do. It's, it gives us something to look forward to, lets us test ourselves, mm-hmm. um, shows us what we need to get better at, which is a big thing. Like, mm-hmm. we start off the year with Brother Rice, and really really good squad went to the state final last year they exposed some weaknesses that we've been able to work on and improve on and if we didn't play teams like that and get tested then we probably wouldn't see those holes until playoffs it's mm-hmm. good to see those early i i just like to be tested in game usually i don't like the games where i just sit back there and yell the whole time so i like i like to get a couple shots Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys have a chip on your shoulder and that the uh, the coaches' association doesn't put you guys in the rankings? I mean, TC West has played in the Final Four what three times in the last five or six years or something, and close, you're yeah. still not like in the top ranked in the top fifteen. I mean, it I, is what it I, is. It, it, it makes us a little like it's obviously annoying. we know about it. It's a little annoying, but like at the end of the day, like G always says this too. Like rankings don't really mean anything. At this point in the year, like it's mm-hmm. nice. It's always nice to get that recognition, but when it comes down to it, like yeah, it's just playoffs and it's winner go home, and it doesn't matter if you're ranked twentieth, you're ranked first, if you're unranked, whatever. Um, as long as we string some wins together at the end of the year, we'll go home happy regardless where they rank us. So yeah, because I know, like when I talk to you, I know when I I've talked to you a couple of times, even after the games, like you always you always seem like determined, like. We're on to the next, we're on to the next. Oh, I don't care about that. Like, no, not to say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, you're always just, like, whew. Like, I, no outside noise. We're here to do some business, as I mentioned when we first started. How is it to have Matt as you guys' coach? Because uh, he seems to be a cool, he seems like a cool dude to he's, he's be a cool coach. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Great coach. Uh, he relates with us really well. Um <laughs> Obviously, he's been in our position before he won a state championship at his old high school. Mm-hmm. Um, played Division One soccer, played a bunch of club soccer for some really good teams. Like he's a great soccer guy. And any any advice that might stick out that Matt has probably given you guys over the past four years? He always says, I know there's a lot, but anything that might have stand out. My, my personal favorite is he. People were we had a fitness training, and he's said, "You're not tired. You just think you're tired." And that kind of stuck with me, because especially in the off season, working out, training, like just telling yourself to keep going and not stopping. And he helps a lot with the the tunnel vision, you know, like staying focused. Because, like we said, he brings up those little things, knows how to get us motivated, and uh, he takes a lot of the attention away from us, which is nice sometimes. Because, like, he does a lot of the interviews. He does a lot of. It's more team-oriented with him, which which is great. We don't focus as much on individuals. Um, like, we've had some really, really good individuals that have gone through the program, but all of them have been more program-focused than they've been individually focused, which has helped us win games down the line, which is just, I think, a reflection on Coach D because he's able to do that, and he's done that 
continuously. Like it hasn't been just a one year thing. It's been his whole tenure. So, he's a very energized team. Like you guys love to yell. And I even asked him about that. He's like, what's the point of playing soccer if you're not too enthusiastic or energized? I'm like, damn right, coach. You're yeah. right. So for you guys, like, you guys, do you guys get that from him? Or is that just something you guys were born with? I mean, yeah. So Trey, <laughs> part of it's I mean, part of it's him. Um, he knows how to get us motivated coming into games. Um, he says all the right stuff. Part of it is he mixes our schedule really well. So we play some games where we get some pretty big student sections, um, and those obviously always get you energized. But he calls them sleeper Saturdays, so we'll play games like we just played Holland this past Saturday yeah. at Keystone at 1.30. Middle of the day on a Saturday, people don't show up. Um, he does some things with, like, player announcements and music before the game and stuff, like, just aren't there. So that it's, you know, telling us to kind of reach inside and find our motivation because we got to be able to motivate ourselves. Yeah. It's a long season, too. Noise. But Trey, Trey's a big supplement guy, so he's got pre-workout in his bag all the time. It's like 350 milligrams of caffeine. 396. 396 milligrams of caffeine. 300, jeez. Yeah. Smelling salts. Not 400? <laughs> no, not 400. 400 too much. Way too much. <laughs> yeah. Water might just says it on the bottle. But he, uh, <laughs> might have to explore the 400, though. So, oh, my. You know, when the guys are a little tired, a little... Things are a little groggy. Take just a little pre-workout. Start yelling. Get some caffeine in you. Get the guys going. Trey takes smelling salts when we go in our huddle before the game, so he'll take a whiff, and then he gets all fired up, starts screaming. So that helps, and like that. It wakes, wakes you up. <laughs> it wakes you up, and then it leaks out. The other guys get some whiffs of it, and they're ready to go. Yeah. I love that. Remember, That's you, awesome. You remember Matt Prater, the kicker for the yeah. Lions. Yeah. He, if you would watch his pre-game, pre-kick routine, he would always have a thing of smelling salts in his hands, and he would... Mm-hmm. Right it's, before he went out to kick. I mean, that stuff, it wakes you right up. Mm-hmm. It, gets, it gets you going. And oh, Jay, yeah. You know, well, being the, the adrenaline is, rush. Yeah, it gets mm-hmm. us. As a goalie, it's important. You, you got, see Trey get fired up, and everybody else starts <laughs> getting fired up. So it's Yeah, you got to sit there sometimes for like 20 minutes without having to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just got to keep myself focused. Yeah. So I'm always talking. Any any uh, soccer goalies that are playing, like, pro style that you like to watch or you kind of model your yeah, game after? Because like you said, cause you, said you, you like watching soccer. Yeah. So, like, any anyone, any goalkeepers in particular that you enjoyed watching? Uh, growing up, um, the Mexico goalie. Oh, he yeah. was really good. That dude was a beast. Guillermo oh. Ochoa. He was, yeah, Ochoa. He was, he, was, he was a joy to watch. He was, he was crazy. He was always flying through the air. He uh, wasn't the biggest guy. Uh, obviously, I'm a United fan, so I love De Gea. He's he's one of the best goalies of all time. And, but re- recently, I think probably probably Courtois, <laughs> Courtois, the Real Madrid goalie, is probably the best goalie after his performance in the Champions. League oh, that's finals. right, because they got a new goalie. Because that one, yeah, that's right. Do you do you do you have anyone that you like to no, watch, or you just go out and play? No, I just go out and play. I'm not a you know, I'm no, a model I, game guy. No, I just kind of go out there. The team. There's like maybe three of us that I think like avidly watch it, like have a favorite player, have a favorite team. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, there's not a ton of them. We got some guys that like soccer, but like the whole, like, they, they watch pro games and stuff, but there's not a whole lot of dudes that are pretty diehard. Trey's pretty diehard. It's kind of. other guys that are pretty diehard, but that's about it. Aiden, Brody. A couple kids on the JV team that no one will wake up at seven thirty and watch a 
Southampton game. <laughs> South- like on a Saturday on NBC? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust me, I've... I know. They're, uh, all of my all of my friends are huge soccer fans. All of my best friends. My best friend's from Argentina. He's woken up and watched Messi all of his entire life. He actually done the whole three thirty in the morning soccer. Yeah. They, I I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I really don't. And I asked him. I was like, dude, how do you? His whole family wakes up. They said, it. Uh, it's a. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> like they don't mess around. Yeah. Like, yelling at the TV. <laughs> It's kind of like, uh, like for us, like we watch. I'm a huge football fan. He he loves football. It's kind of like us in a way where we'll wake up. Oh, we have football in the morning. Watch some football for them. It's like sure, it's three thirty in the morning. We're about to watch some soccer right now. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> hey, so pops it up. Hey, pops it down because it's a lot of work. You ever show up to Trey's house? Um, usually, a lot. Some of the guys just like we'll just walk into his house. So we show up and you just open his garage door and you walk in. And if there's a Man U game on, he's sitting on the couch screaming at his TV. I love he it. Want to be bothered? So I love it. I usually, I usually want if if they're playing, I want to do anything. Like the one time they were texting me to golf, I was no, I can't. We're this is this is a tight game right now. I so, can't do it. So real question: Do you think Man U is taking the uh, Champions League this time? We're not in Champions League this year. We got. You just uh, moved, right? You just move. Kind of. They got demoted because they're trash. No, we didn't get demoted. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys get demoted. To, That's right. To play, to play Champions League, you have to place top four in the yep. And they did it. We they played, did it. They're yeah, over We placed sixth in, like, it was, it was super highly unlikely that we played Champions League in the first place, but, like, everything played out perfectly to where if we would have won our last game, we would have played. That's right. So now we're playing and in, the, in, the Europa, in the Europa they're League, bad. which is still solid. The Europa League's fine. No. No, it's, it's, it's I mean, Barcelona, Arsenal was there one year. Arsenal played, Barcelona played in the Europa League last year, but hopefully we can win that. We did lose our first Europa League game, though. Hey, I mean, Arsenal won that year. Yeah. We just beat Arsenal ago. in our most recent game. There you go. Hey, do, hey. Show some respect, I'm Ian. Put some respect on that guy. Open the <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you have to stop asking questions. Man, it's <laughs> it's fun, dog. He's, he's a, I've been around soccer players all my life, man. Minutes, dude. It's supposed to be twenty. <laughs> been around soccer players all my life, man. It's fun to talk to, bro. <laughs> I was on the soccer team, but like the coach didn't want to ever. Actually, I never was. He just gave me a jersey. So I sit on the bench. I was there for all four years because all my best friends played. So I was just sitting there the whole time. So I, I would be around what you guys are doing now. So it's really cool to kind of see how <clears throat> some things really never change. So that's cool. Keep up with what you're doing. You two don't have to get up early for your next games coming up because Cadillac is at six thirty on Tuesday yeah. and Central is at six forty five on on Thursday. So, thanks thanks guys for coming in, yeah, spending some of your time us. after after practice, and uh, you can go home and watch some soccer. Yeah, I got AP Bar to do. Yeah, we got some homework. <laughs> Gotta grind out. Thanks again to Trey and Ian for joining James and Jordan in the Get Around Podcast studio. The Get Around is brought to you by Jimmy John's, two locations, Traverse City, subs that are freaky fresh, done freaky fast. They're Jimmy John's. Freak, yeah. Okay. Get Around Hall of Fame time uh, for our Athlete of the Week nominations. I will get us started because I took dibs on this Friday night when I got the stats in from Sutton's Bay uh, football head coach, 
Garrick Opie. He sent the stats over, and I was looking at what Sean Bramer did, and I went, well, this is clearly the winner for this week, and if uh, I am somehow outvoted, I'm going to riot <laughs> just here in my own house. I can't really do anything. Uh, but I am going to take Sutton's Bay's uh, Sean Bramer. He had six catches for 203 yards and two touchdowns, as well as 18 carries for another 125 yards and another two touchdowns for more than 325 yards of total offense and four scores in a 42-8 to win over Brethren on Friday. He also had a team-high 15 tackles and four tackles for a loss in that win. And the Norsemen are now sitting at 2-1 and one after uh, what I thought was a concerning loss in Week 1, but they seem like they're getting back on track. So Sean Bramer, Sutton's Bay, my nominee. James, is your he nomination. Like, is he like kicking and probably not punting much on that team, too? <laughs> Sean, Sean is... He is about as determined as you will see a football player, uh, especially this season uh, with that team losing back-to-back-to-back times in the state championship game. So, All right, James, your nom? Uh, My nominee is uh, Jocelyn Seeley from Cadillac. Uh, She led Cadillac to a five-set win over Traverse City Central. She had 18 kills, 19 digs, three blocks, and an ace. Damn. In that game, just in one, one game, that's a that's a pretty good, pretty good amount there. So. Yeah, super talented, uh, multi-sport athlete out of Cadillac. She's great. Yep, Michelle Bryant just calls her Jaws. Even spells it J O Z Z. Yep. In oh text. wow, that's that's a cool name. Wow, that's cool. Like All right, Jordan, you're now. All right. Uh, so mine is the St. Francis quarterback. Apologies if I pronounce this no, last name wrong. Because I, when I first brought this to Brendan's attention, I said Narduzzi, thinking yeah. Pat Narduzzi from Pittsburgh Panthers. But that was a completely wrong uh, way to pronounce it. So Wyatt, not, 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 oh my goodness. Not, We're going to let you struggle. We're going to let you struggle. I know. Thank you. I apologize. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Narcissus? Not, not, oh, man, dude. He's going to call me in. Narcissus? Narcissus. Hey, man, I really apologize, dude. I am trying. I apologize. If you hear this, I apologize. He broke the school record for most touchdown passes thrown for five in the 49-12 win. But, yeah, um, that was... That was awesome. I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. It's like, it feels like if you say, now say this. Now say this. Now say this. Why it now say this? There we go. I did it. I All right, boys. Do we need to vote, or are we good with putting Sean in? Sean. Yeah, sure. I, I do want to add this, though. When you sent me that stat, I sent it to a bunch of my friends, and the first thing they said was, are you serious? Because they've never seen a stat line like that. So that was a pretty special Friday night for friends and family to be able to see that so yeah keep it up dude all right so congratulations to sean bramer of the sutton's bay norseman you are the latest inductee into the get around hall of fame the most exclusive club in northern michigan let's end the show now with the trifecta get into that uh with albert pujols approaching 700 career home runs i think he's at 697 now i think he hit 697 last night uh or a couple of nights ago uh, what legendary milestone or record-breaking performance would you want to be in person uh, to witness? Hold on. Please. 
I think about uh, being there when LeBron James eventually breaks uh, for most points uh, ever scored in NBA history. I think that would be pretty cool, uh, especially does it if he does it in some sort of dramatic way. Uh, but I mean, it's going to be. Can you? I, I you would just have to imagine the energy that would just be building up in the stadium or the arena when he is, you know, one point away or two points away from breaking that record. Like everyone is going to be hanging on every single shot every layup attempt every fast break i mean people are just everyone is going to have their phones out and recording every single person will be recording that moment uh because it's a record i don't think anybody ever believed was going to be broken so mm. for me that would be the one that i would want to be at although anyone breaking barry bond's record would also be pretty special but for me i think watching lebron james uh break the all-time scoring record that, that's my choice now, just imagine if that uh, if that bucket comes off an assist from Bronny. Bomb bomb. How special would that be? Wow. Oh, that'd be that'd be interesting. Mm. I mean, he's he's gonna break it, right? Like, there's yeah. There, yeah. there's no doubt that LeBron is gonna break that record. Yeah, he's breaking it. As a Laker fan, I'm telling you, he's breaking that. So he's gonna break it. Yeah, I mean, is that your choice too, Jordan? Aside from some, yeah, magic, <laughs> honestly, that's, there we go. Yeah, like it's, I'm there we go. On wood right now. There we go. Yeah, it's yeah. More like for Micah, but it's still. Oh yeah, it counts. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, barring some kind of massive injury problem that he suddenly develops or something, I I think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I know last was it last year? It was the most sacks in a in a season. Um, he, I, there was like a. He did it or didn't do it. Either, anyways, I you might want to ring that bell because I am. I talked about the Steelers right now. Um, most sacks, the most sacks by a single player, which was T.J. Watt from last year. I think he was one sack away. That would be cool. Hey man, that was gonna be mine, and then he got hurt, and then so that kind of just derailed my whole thing. <laughs> But I, I, I'm going to have to go with Bonbon because I am a Laker fan, and I would love, love to see it. I would just love to see it, dude. Like, that's cool. That's cool. That's good for basketball, too. Yeah. Basketball, if Bond can do that, that's good for basketball. How, how, so how, do you have any idea how far he is away? I'm going to find out right now. I'll, while he's looking it up, I'll, I'll say this. Um, the, the Barry Bonds watch, when he was – one, when he was going to yeah, break the, the single season record, and then when he was going to break the, the all-time career record, the, the Bonds watch was, it, it was must. You had to be in front of your TV. Like, you had to be in front of your TV to, to watch that happen. Um, I remember when he hit 71, uh, how incredible that was. Uh, it was just the... It's the buildup and the weight, and then when it finally happens, that's why it's such a, a cool moment. That's why you love sports, because of moments like that. James, do you have one that you would pick? I think one that would have been cool to be at that's already done, you know, would have been, and you could have planned it out, would have been to be at Cal Ripken's game where he broke the consecutive record. Which will record. never be touched. That, yeah, nobody will ever touch that. And you know, No one's touching that. I wonder how many fans just like years in advance figured out which game it was going to be if it happened and had yeah. bought tickets to that game years in advance and reserved hotels and all this stuff. Do you know if uh, Barry Sanders' single rushing record was broken or has ever been broken? 
I don't um, I can't think of it. I don't think anyone's broken that. The Barry Sanders single season. Single season? I think somebody did. Wasn't it was not Zico Elliott. Was it Adrian Peterson maybe? Like a while ago? Peterson or um Anyways, I have the um the stat for Bond and Kareem by the way. So if we're talking about games played, Kareem Kareem has played wait, is this the regular season all time? Wait, what is this? Yeah, no, we're points. talking about points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the points. So Bond has three thirty seven thousand sixty two. Kareem has thirty eight thousand three hundred eighty seven points. But Kareem has played one thousand five hundred sixty games in his career. Bond is currently at one thousand three hundred and sixty six. So he will gonna need to play at least two two more seasons to to pass that. Which is very doable actually. Barry, Barry is fourth. Um, he's been surpassed by two people since he did it, but he did not break Eric Dickerson's record. Oh. Right. Uh, 2,105. Right. That he's been passed by Peterson and Jamal Lewis, and Derek Henry almost got him two seasons ago. James, the, the Cal Ripken game, you bringing that up, I remember that. I remember watching that as well, and then the, the pomp and circumstance when the game became official uh, at just how insane that environment was. It was like a World Series winning environment there uh, at, at Camden Yards. So that would have been pretty pretty amazing to be at. So yeah, all good choices. Yeah, Any other ones you guys want to throw out? Yeah, because they had to play five innings for it to be official. So I right. think that's when kind of things went crazy in that. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh, with just the beginning ones? of the game, they throw out the opening pitch and, ah. <laughs> but... <laughs> Any other ones that you guys want uh, or, or would want to see? I, th I think those are all uh, really, really good ones. Um, of course, if uh, any of our listeners out there and want to chime in, feel free to uh, to let us know. But if not, we can wrap up uh, episode 225 of the Get Around Podcast, a milestone in itself hitting 225 episodes uh, of this show and uh, good that we're continuing on and uh, a big thank you to James and Jordan for today a big thank you to our loyal Audible viewers and if this is your first time listening hopefully you become a loyal Audible viewer uh, but for James and Jordan I've been your host Brendan Queeley episode 225 of the Get Around Podcast is now in the books Thank you.